At last entry. Uh, yes. Decoy. What went wrong? Well, it, it just wasn't an episode I was especially familiar with, and, and that, coupled with it not really giving me too much to work with, I... I'm... sorry? How long have you been with us? What, the podcast? Oh, well, I started the randomizer in 2018, and it's now 2019, so... Two years! No, no, not even close. Long enough to know how important security is to Shadow. No, no, Commander Straker, please, I, I just... No, controlling please, moon base, just... The satellite. Sit down and be quiet. Now, operate the randomizer. You will obey me. Now, when I click my fingers, your other, more agreeable personality will rise to the surface. One... Two, three. Who are you? Captain Blue of Spectrum. Ah, jolly good. And what, pray tell, does the printout say I will be watching today? Captain Scarlet. Oh, excellent. Yes, about time we had some more Scarlet. I say, would you like to watch it with me? Alec. Alec. Oh, brainwashing's wearing off, never mind. Oh, uh, just one more question, Captain Blue. Which episode is it? It's Inferno. Thank you very much. Well, here we are back on far more familiar ground than we were last week. It's the original Captain Scarlet, and I think... I'm just checking my notes here. Yes, this is the first Captain Scarlet episode we've had since Pod 12, which means that so far, this is the longest gap we've had between the first time a show's appeared on the randomizer and its return. Um... Although, looking at this list, if uh, either Terrorhawks or Four Feather Falls don't appear in the next two or three weeks, then they are going to uh, take the record away from old Captain Scarlet. But anyway, we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about... I think this is the final episode of Captain Scarlet made. More Thunderbirds music. Uh... I love it when the shows do that. When a show's become so sort of fixed in its own distinctive musical sound, and then suddenly they drop in a piece of music from one of the earlier shows, it's great. They've got enough explosive aboard to take care of five rockets, sir. Well, let's just hope they don't miss. Should one of us say that nothing can go wrong, sir? No, no, I think it's a bit, a bit too early for that. Uh. Fire lift rockets. Ten seconds from now. This is a very uh, interesting set on this little space probe here with all these automatic uh, controls working. I know much of that is down to the fact that the Mistrons will later take over the ship and uh, be working it by remote, so it kind of makes sense to have those those levers swaying backwards and forwards. But uh, it still looks a very nice set, and it turned up a couple of times in Joe 90 as well. It's too late. It's going to hit us. And I've always felt this meteorite was a slightly unconvincing effect as it as it closes in on the the probe it's sort of wobbling around and then when it hits the probe they something happens which i think they learn from in uh, for ufo and space 1999 the debris on that explosion all fell downwards which doesn't make sense for in space it kind of makes more sense for it to be expanding outwards in all directions but here we go the, the original probe is gone as are the crew the mistrons have not reconstructed them because all they need is the probe. We are returning to Earth. Out. 
So the Mistrons haven't reconstructed the crew of the SKR4, but they've they've still got their presence there. The the voice is there. I wonder how the Mistrons actually decide who they reconstruct and who they just uh, keep the voices of. Sergeant, with the amount of explosive they've got on board, they're bound to have their hands full. Yes, sir. What, what does he think the uh, does he think the explosives are sort of, sort of jumping up and down in the back? Surely there's there's not much chance of an accident happening with the uh, explosives in the back of that thing, but uh, this is Captain Scarlet. Explosions can happen anywhere. It is useless for you to persist in futile attempts to defend yourselves. Come on, it's the last episode of the series. Let us win something, please. To destroy the complex at Nahama. Will Captain Scarlet, Blue, Magenta, and Oka report to the control immediately? Better get up there. The Colonel doesn't like to be kept waiting. Well, last time I was late for a meeting, he hit me. No one will actually be inside the complex. This is what we will do. We'll go in and have a kicking party. The complex can be overlooked from these... Sa desalinization plant party, woo! Captain Oka, Captain Magenta. Yes, sir. Take the north and south entries. Uh, so Captain Magenta has been assigned to this operation. This is always a sign that uh, things are going to go well if Captain Magenta's on the case. And here's a... I do like a lot of the visuals in this episode, but I'm not too sure about the desalinization plant itself. It looks very steamy. Oh, possibly. I just noticed there, part of it seems to have been built from uh, part of the Mysteron City in Crater 101. Also, the uh, Scarlet and Blue's SPV parked outside the Aztec Temple appear well, to be part of the really backdrop. Yes. I've not it's noticed that before. It's wonderful years. when, as we're getting these shows upgraded in uh, HD, to see things you never noticed before. We'll now here we are in this way. beautiful Aztec Temple set. With again more Thunderbirds music. And coming up here is one of my favourite bits of puppetry in this show, as the statue wobbles. Look out, Adam! That shot of Scarlet pushing Blue out of the way looks really real the way Scarlet moves forward and seems to raise up his hands to, to sort of push Blue. Um, there are one or two shots in this episode that, that do look kind of naff, but that one was one of the most impressive bits of puppetry, I think, in this entire series. This will do. Look, there's the complex. Yes, Captain Blue, that's What's the complex. That's what we've come here to Liquid defend. Oxygen. Looks like one explosion could start a chain reaction that would turn the whole valley into a blazing inferno. Are you trying to tempt fate? Oh, you've just read the script. You know what the, the title of the episode is. I'm still marvelling over this um, interior set of the space probe. There's so many little switches and knobs and levers and such. Again, a shot of the Earth from space that looks nothing like the real Earth. This was a problem for Century 21 throughout space-related things. It's the way they talk. They seem, well, different. Oh, come now. You've played more Mistrons than any other puppet in this show. You know how they talk. You've done enough of it yourself. Oh, here's Captain Black on the scene, peering at the desalinization plant through his binoculars. Now, bearing in mind that... Uh, Captains Ochre and Magenta were supposedly on guard. One of them has obviously slipped up, and, um, and Black has got through. I think we know from past experience with this show 
which of the two is more likely to have um, slipped up. Uh, Captain Oka only makes mistakes when he's drunk. Captain Magenta just lives to make mistakes. I mean, Black probably just walked up to him and got waved straight through. I've left a couple of sleeping bags in the temple. He's quite sweet, is Captain Magenta. Yes, I think I will. Is everything all right, Captain Magenta? Everything's fine. Nothing to report. <laughs> you just know that if you were to cut to Captain Magenta at that point, he'd have a bucket stuck on his foot and a beehive stuck on his head or something. But yeah, some really nice uh, atmospheric shots around the temple at night here, around and inside. I, I really like the shot of Blue sleeping and Black is sort of looking at him. But now Black is slowly climbing up the, um, the statue that, that Blue is sleeping at the base of. And this puppetry is a bit dodgy. Um, okay, that shot of, of Black sort of hanging on by one hand when the bat disturbs him is kind of um, kind of good. But he almost seemed to be sort of floating up as he as he climbed, which makes me think maybe it might have been a really cool opportunity to just maybe have him float up there. Just if the the puppet doesn't look natural climbing, but he's not meant to be. An ordinary human being anymore. Give him some sort of ability that um, that makes the scene all the more creepy. We searched the whole temple with high-powered flashlights and found nothing. I know, but high-powered sure flashlights. Forget it. It what is that like? Um, six yeah, double A's, or... right? I just hope we don't have to spend another night here. I'm scared, Captain Scarlet. This isn't like Blue. He's uh, he's usually tougher than this. Anyway, Captain Black has now placed a homing device in the mouth of the uh, the great big statue of the Sun God, which evidently the space probe is homing in on even as we speak. Computer readout still a okay, sir. There's something strange about these two puppets in the control room on Earth. Firstly, I'm noticing in HD they've got patches on their arms saying World Air Force. Not World Army Air Force, just World Air Force. But secondly, and this is something that uh, a friend of mine, uh, very talented David K. Barnes, mentioned in his uh, series of reviews of Captain Scarlet episodes that some of you may remember once appeared on thevervoid.com. Um, he's commenting about... These two guys in the, the Eurotracker headquarters, the fact that they're sitting in this room that has no doors, and his his question was, did these two guys just sit down one day and have the, uh, the room built around them? Because there's clearly no way in or out of that room. It's a very tiny room with, uh, with no supplies, not even a toilet. Major, something's transmitting a heavy concentration of radio impulses. They're jamming the SKR-4 re-entry waveband, sir. Did you hear that, Colonel White? It could influence the re-entry and landing position of the SKR-4. Or do I need to repeat it for you again because you're quite slow on the uptake? Spectrum are well known speed for this. Ultimate to the Nahama complex. Speed Ultimate, I love that. It's like, is that speed super duper ultra fast? Angel 1, immediate launch. SIG. an episode I have a feeling this episode is one of those where three angels launch and by the time they get to their destination the, the angels in these cockpits have changed so destiny was in angel one and angels two and three are melody and harmony and we're gonna see who's actually in the cockpits of these interceptors by the time they get to Nahama they must be planning to destroy the complex with the SKR-4 this is an odd part of the story, and one that I don't understand, because the Mistrons are now in control of the SKR-4 probe. 
But Captain Black has placed a homing device in the temple for it to lock onto. But the Mistrons have control of the probe, so why can't they just guide it down manually the way they would normally do? We've never seen them need to use any kind of homing device before when they're remotely controlling a vehicle. They didn't need a, say, a homing device on the um, Director General of the United Asian Republic. They just controlled the plane and crashed it into him. This, as with many things involving the Mistrons, doesn't really fit with what's gone before. And sometimes you can kind of wave your hands and say, oh, it's, it's a bit vague, but this time it's like, no, this, we've never seen them operate like this before. And yes, I will say that the uh, SKR-4 is looking just a teensy bit on the, uh, the old fanic side uh, as it re-enters the atmosphere and starts glowing pink. Captain Scarlet, that homing device is somewhere right here in this temple. Well, we, we already knew that. Why are you playing the dramatic music? I know it's dramatic for them, but that is that is quite odd. I don't get why we're supposed to be surprised we've been watching the show up to this point. There isn't enough time left for us to locate it. Destroy the temple. SIG, Captain Scout. And again, this is another part of the story which I don't think quite makes sense because the space probe is well, something like eight minutes away from crashing into the temple at this point. Oh, what use is destroying the homing device going to be? Attack at will. SIG destiny. Yes, that was the voice of Rhapsody, who uh, you will recall was not one of the angels who left Cloudbase on this mission. It's a lovely shot of the angels cruising over the top of the temple with the SPV parked like just nearby. Um, I don't think they've quite got far enough away to avoid the explosion, but uh, they seem to think they have, and I'm not going to argue with Scarlet and Blue. Oh, and there's Symphony Angel, who also was not one of the angels who left Cloudbase. So somewhere between Cloudbase and the Nahama Temple, Melody and Harmony have just gone missing, and they've had to send uh, Rhapsody and Symphony out in their place. And this endless sequence of the angels bombing the temple is another thing that makes no sense. Because if, if you've sort of... Time's running out. If you've sort of resigned to the fact that the probe is probably going to hit the temple, why don't you just fly up and destroy the probe? If the, the Eurospace tracker people know where it is, why can't they just relay that information to the angels and have them blow it out of the sky? It kind of... The episode is jumping through hoops to, to make this sort of bad ending happen. 50 seconds to impact. And it doesn't really need to be this way. But instead the angels are just blasting away at this temple to no effect. And I'm not sure what Scarlet and Blue think is going to happen if the transmitter is destroyed. If, if Is the space probe just going to suddenly not be on a collision course anymore? And here we go. Well, the statue is the only thing left standing. <laughs> Suddenly the whole temple is gone, except for this statue. It must be in there. What happened? There is less than 30 seconds to impact. There are less than 30 seconds to impact. Mr. Bad Grammar. Mr. There was no Mr. On Activities. Yeah, it's just... I don't get multiple things about this ending. But it does culminate in one of the funniest shots of the entire show, 
when the angels finally hit this um, this statue, who's going to hit it? Who's going to fire the winning shot this week? Is it going to be Symphony? Well, no, no. Here comes Destiny, she's going to have a go. Yep. So she's hit the statue, which then falls forward and explodes. Belches fire out of its backside in actual fact. Okay, whatever. And anyway, the space probe hit the remains of the temple, so all of that was pointless. Hey, you know what you guys should have done? You should have flown up and destroyed the space probe before it hit the temple. Because now... It started a landslide. Yeah. The rockfall hits one of those tanks. Mm, didn't think about this, did we? Oh, and there goes the very thing that... Um, Spectrum was sent to protect. Spectrum have indeed failed this time. A very rare victory for the Mistrons. Unfortunately, by this point in the series, it always seemed to be that the Mistrons would succeed when when no lives were in, in danger. We know that this complex was evacuated. Uh, so, aside from the whole desalinization project being set back... It's an inferno. The complex must be completely destroyed. It's not really much of a downer ending for Spectrum, even no though they have lost. There. Well, the Mysterons have won this round, but the fight isn't over yet. Also with this ending, I always like to imagine that um, Ochre or Magenta are just looking at it through binoculars and thinking, oh, come on, really? Really? We couldn't even stop them this time. Anyway, that was Inferno, um, and I do, yeah, I think I do still really like this one. Um, again, the whole using a homing device to crash the space probe, let's destroy the, the building that the homing device is in rather than the, the space probe itself, as if that's going to make any difference, is kind of a bit muddled. Having said that, some really nice visuals, particularly in the uh, Aztec temple. And as, as for this being the final episode of the show that was made, I don't, I don't see why. I don't see why this would have been held back. Sometimes they would hold back episodes, shoot them last so they could trash the sets and things. If this was made after Attack on Cloudbase, they didn't trash anything. Anyway, second outing for Captain Scarlet on the randomizer. Another reasonably good one.